Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm your host today of Women Leading the Way. That is my show series, but more exciting than that is that my guest today, I get the very great pleasure to introduce one of our brand new Women Lead Radio hosts, and my guest, who is our new host, is Jennifer Jank. We go, she goes by JJ, so JJ is super fun, <laughs> and she's the president and chief brain hacker of Productivity Injection, and her new show series is called Brain Power Up. So JJ, I want you to say hello to all of our listeners, and I want to hear from you. How excited are you to be one of our new Women Lead Radio hosts? Hi, thanks, Michelle. It's, excuse me, it's great to be here, and I am very excited to be a host. I'm very excited to kind of bring some brain tips. Um, you know, we'll probably talk about it a little bit later in the show, but, you know, modern culture is very much against the brain, and when you work with your brain, you can get so much more done and feel a lot more accomplished and less stressed. <laughs> And that's the, that is the goal of all of us, isn't it? Because it's not working harder, it's working smarter, which is what I love. I've loved most about you since the time I met you and so excited that we're going to cover, you know, this under your, your radio show series. So first of all, tell everybody, I mean, I love your title, Chief Brain Hacker, but when you say that and now your business name, Productivity Injection, tell everybody as far as our listeners, like what, what is your focus in business? And you kind of alluded to it, but maybe just give a little bit of a general overview about what you do and how you help business owners and people be more productive. Absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, it's a little, uh, I'm out here in the desert. It's a little windy today. So, <laughs> so I apologize for the coughing, everybody. Um, so my tagline is sort of, I like to say that I help business owners make more profit in less time with less stress and better systems. And really what I, you know, my main focus is really to help people work with their brains because, you know, it's kind of like when you're kind of floating, let's say you're like floating on a river, right? And when you are trying to go against the current, everything is really hard, um, and sometimes you can't get to where you're going if there's too much current. But if you're just kind of like in an inner tube, just kind of sailing along, letting the current take you, you can get, you know, you feel a lot less stressed. The uh, Everything is a lot easier. Um, and so really knowing how the human brain works um, will really help people kind of get on that, <laughs> get on the lazy river. <laughs> Get on the lazy river. I love that. I love that. That's so good. And, you know, it is it is an important thing because, you know, as you've said, like everybody, and I see this too, good grief, anybody who runs a small business or, you know, women in particular because we're jugglers, right? We're always juggling everything, all these balls in the air, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, 
it is overwhelming now thinking that technology, as much as we think it's made us more efficient, it's also increased a lot of stress. Like what's your kind of like brief thought on that? Because I think that's going to be a key piece of your show is that we're juggling so much and a lot of that is, is still technology. Like how to manage that and, and deal with that and be productive. Agree or what's your thought on that? Oh, Michelle, you are so right about that. <laughs> um, I mean, and I, I mean, I, yeah, I don't want to come off as like a Luddite or something like that um, because I, I do use technology, and technology can help with certain things. For example, I was uh, in a group of some other women founders, and one of them was saying, you know, she was still collecting her contacts in a spreadsheet, and I said, no, you really need to get a CRM. Um, because you can automate reports and things and you can just basically make your life a lot easier in, in, a, in a way that a spreadsheet can't help you do. So in a way, that's technology helping. But as you said, um, technology also really hurts because it's so it can be so distracting. Um, and when women are trying to get things done and really focus on one task at a time, which is how you get things done, you know, these little distractions, your phone beeping or um, the email notification popping up, um, they interrupt your work, yeah. and then it takes Ugh. time to kind of get back to the work. Yeah. So I think the distractions are so there. And I want to talk more, more about you and what you help businesses do, because that's going to be a key thing of why your show is going to be so exciting. But first, it's like I want to ask you, it's like when you chose the series title, which is Brain Power Up, um, not with a period, but with an exclamation point. It's like, what's, you know, what's the show series? I mean, can you dive in a little bit to let our listeners know? I know it's going to be about productivity. It's going to be about overwhelm. It's going to be about distractions. But kind of give us a little bit of an overview about what the series show is going to be about in, in theory. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm looking to bring on some other um, guests that sort of work in the field of in, in the field of brains. Um, it's kind of amazing because our brains are so complex and people say brains are like a computer and actually our brains a, are not like computers, but also they're far more complex than computers are. I mean, far more complex. There's so much power in our brains um, and yet people don't necessarily get all of that power because they're draining it by doing things like, <laughs> um, you know, having their, their email notifications on or having their um, social media notifications on while they're trying to do work, and that's actually draining. So when you're thinking about productivity, when you're really thinking about it, and the key here is, right, work smarter, um, that means mm -hmm. use your brain. <laughs> It's really about understanding how the brain really powers productivity because you can you can get some tweaks around the edges from technology. You know, you can do a CRM instead of a spreadsheet. You can get some project management software that will kind of help uh, with handoffs when you're working on projects, when you want to hand off things from one person to another. It, these kinds of things will help at the margins. But where you really get a huge boost, and really getting the things that you need to accomplish done is, is, is when you learn how to use your brain and how to understand what your brain needs so that you can feed your brain. Um, so you're kind of powering up your brain by giving it the right things. And, by the way, 14-hour workday is not the right thing for a human brain. <laughs> I, <laughs> so love we have all these, I love all that. I love that. No, yeah, go so ahead. we have all I these. Um, uh, no, sorry. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
Yeah, so we have all of these um, things, and what what's happening in the culture is not necessarily good for our brains, um, but really learning how to harness the power of your brain is really going to give you the biggest boost in productivity. Um, and then, of course, I put the exclamation point because, um, you know, I, I think it's important. I mean, I speak about this stuff all the time, and honestly, I mean, I could stand on a stage and, and, and talk for hours. <laughs> Well, you kind of do, because if I'm looking, you kind of do have that, because you spoke, you just, wait, I'm looking at what you said. You've just recently spoken for the California Human Resources Association Conference about focus, and Mm -hmm. then you're speaking at the Small Business Development Center Conference in September about distractions and focus, so clearly you're the expert on this. But, you know, and I know just in limited time, and I want to get, you know, to kind of like the type of guests that you're going to invite. I know you said you're going to get experts, Mm -hmm. you know, with maybe neuroscience or like talk to me, talk to our listeners about the type of guests that you're lining up for your shows. Oh yeah. So not necessarily, I mean, I think I would kind of love to have a neuroscientist on the show, but that might be a little technical. So the people that I'm looking for are other people (laughs) that understand. Yeah. (laughs) The other people that understand the power of the brain, but they own their own businesses and work in this, kind of arena of um, brain power or productivity, wellness, um, because one of the things that your brain actually needs you to do is to be well. (laughs) And it might seem counterintuitive, well, not necessarily counterintuitive, but maybe not obvious that if you want to be productive, you need to move your body because your brain needs you know, oxygenated blood flow. You need to give it good, healthy food because it needs to be nourished. There are all these you have to sleep seven to eight hours, not just because grandma told you to, but because there are a lot of processes that happen in the brain during the night that otherwise won't happen if you don't get it. Um, so all of these things that um, that seem kind of, you know, maybe day-to-day kind of things are actually what's necessary to really boost your, your brain and power up your brain so that you can get through the day and do the things. And I always say, I'm not talking about one of the things I really push against is this idea of hustle culture. So there will be no one on the show who subscribes to hustle culture, let me tell you. (laughs) Um, And I love that one. Hey, real quick before I come back, because I want to talk a lot about maybe some of your tips and suggestions, a lot of maybe what you're planning to talk about with your show series. But we got to take a quick sponsor commercial break. So hang on with me, and we'll be back. Women Lead Radio was brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be one of the largest private nonprofit universities founded in 1971. The National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. Yes, that's 170,000 alumni. Thank you so much for your support, National University, and again, a thank you to all of our sponsors and our partners. Okay, JJ, new host, host of the new series called Brain Power Up. So let's kind of get into maybe some suggestions that you might have for listeners, because, you know, it's interesting, at least in getting to know you, and that's full disclosure um, to our listeners, that, you know, every time you (laughs) speak, I feel like you're like E.F. Hutton, and I'm totally dating myself. But it's almost like I get so many great ideas from you. And then some of these things are like they're they're common sense, but I think it's how we apply them. 
So give give our listeners just a touch of some of the things like you go through when you're working with a client, you know, maybe what the pain point is and how do you go in and work with the client, you know, because I think you said you're going to showcase some of your, you know, uh, uh, business owners and how they've, they've kind of reclaimed their time, so to speak, without putting the hustle and trying to get more done in less time. Talk a little bit about the process that you go through to kind of work with clients, if you could. Please. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I do, I also have more of an educational type of workshop, but when I'm doing the consulting engagements, um, and, and another thing that I, that I sort of talk about a lot is um, this idea that productivity is not the same as being busy. So if you have 37,000 things to do, you know, first of all, you're not going to be able to <laughs> accomplish that. I mean, I can, I can, you know, break open your brain as, 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 and give you as much power as possible, but yeah, you're not going to be able to get through that. And I think these very long to-do lists that people have, they're hard to, you don't even, <clears throat> excuse me, you don't even know where to start. You know, if you have a 300 list 300 item to-do list where do you start you might not even start at all um so in one one of the things that i talk to my clients about is this idea of there are important tasks um that are going to move your business forward and they they might be different for different people and they're going to be different for different um businesses but basically what are the important things that the business owner needs to do in order to move the business forward. And that goes for everybody in the organization, by the way. They're either they're moving the business forward, they're moving themselves forward, whatever that might happen to be. Um, and so the, so one of the things that people need to learn is to prioritize. It's kind of a huge thing. Um, but when I typically go in, the first thing I actually do is see what kind of um, sleep chronotype everybody is. And this is actually kind of fun and interactive um, because there are four different sleep chronotypes, lion, wolf, bear, and dolphin. And which sleep chronotype you are kind of uh, dictates when your good time is for that cognitively demanding work. Um, so we only get about four and a half hours a day of good focus time. So you really get a huge boost in productivity when you match up the time that you personally are good at focusing with the stuff that you need to focus on and not letting wow. things like emails or admin or stuff like that intrude on your focus time. So the first thing to do is to figure out what your focus time actually is. And um, and that's kind of the whole idea. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, is there an easy way? Is that working with you? Is that the only way to be able to find out your focus, you call it focus time, or is that something that focus people time, can yeah. self-evaluate on their own, or is that on your website, or is that, that's like proprietary info, how to do that? I'm really curious, because oh, no, I'm going, be, I want to be a yeah. dolphin, but I'm not sure if I'm going to be, <laughs> but that is the one I want to be. You actually don't want to be a dolphin, because dolphins have a hard time oh, sleeping, so you don't want to be a dolphin. Yeah, no, no. Oh. Yeah, no, it, and this stuff is, and you can find it, if you Google it, you'll find it, and I think a lot of people, and I, I like to do it kind of interactively when I work with the clients just because that way everybody can see what the, you know, what the business looks like. So, for example, bears typically have their good focus time. I'm a bear, so we're kind of, you know, get up around 7, go to bed around 11 kind of types of people, you know, plus or minus. I can shift a little bit. Um, lions um, are shifted a little bit earlier. Wolves are typically a little bit later. 
And the reason I like to have everybody do it at the same time is so that everybody can see, okay, you know, maybe we have a whole bunch of everybody, and so, you know, that can't dictate our meetings, but let's suppose you have a whole bunch of bears. And a good focus time for bears is usually between about 9 and 1, somewhere around there. And so if you had a bunch of bears, yeah, you'd be like, why am I scheduling 10 o'clock meetings? You know, this is busy work that my and my bears need to focus on things. So you want to, so if you have a bunch of bears, you want to shift your meetings to the afternoon. Um, although it is kind of hard to hold a bear's attention right after lunch. <laughs> I can tell you that from personal I think that's experience. all of us. I think that's all of us. Isn't it? it was like, we're like, oh, happy fed. It's like, now I need to take a nap. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's fascinating what you're bringing up, JJ, because I think that gets into, you know, just how to manage teams better. Because we all, we're all wired differently. Some people are really early risers. Like for me, I know for me, I get more done super early in the morning and I'm like 9 a.m. I can see that my ticking time bomb starts to work backwards of where I'm less productive mm-hmm. the later in the day mm-hmm. it gets. Like by 3 o'clock, I'm like, I don't even know my name. Like I'm like, what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I can't focus on anything <laughs> or any of that. I guess that's not a dolphin. But do you – here's a quick – I guess a, another question. Do you find that – because of the whole work at home, remote working thing has gone on. Is that something you've kind of, do you have any suggestions for our listeners about that? Where, you know, you know, when there's all those distractions that go on at home, but it happens in the workplace as well, but for remote mm-hmm. work working, because I find so many people are doing that now and they'll say, oh, I'm so much more productive, but are you? I mean, I don't know. I kind of feel like I have a lot of distractions and I really have to close myself off to, the home stuff, and focus on the business stuff. What are your thoughts on that for productivity for our listeners? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, both things can be true, but for different people, right? Like some people, you know, I always found, because I spent 20 years in finance and the last 10 as a financial planner, and if I really wanted to concentrate, I had to wait. I, I either had to come into work early, which is not great for a bear, or I had to wait until everybody went home because I just I just needed to work without distractions. So for some people, their their office work environment might be so distracting because people are always dropping in or you know demanding meetings or yeah. whatever um, that they actually might be more productive at home. Whereas like you, and I'm sure there are a lot of people like you too who um, home is much more distracting. Certainly, if you have young kids, that's going to be a more distracting environment just in in and of itself. Um, one of the things I, that I speak about is I really talk about this idea that, and Michelle, you and I are both old enough to remember that there were, there, there, there used to be Careful. times, you know, in the before times. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going into detail, let me tell you, but uh, in the before <laughs> times where you could actually go into a meeting and no one could bother you. Or your boss would be in a meeting, and you couldn't get to your boss. And if your boss was in a three-hour meeting, your boss was in a three-hour meeting, you had absolutely no access to them. And the day ended at five Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. six, you know, kind of depending on the business. But it was just – and your boss didn't call you after five or six. Like, that was considered an unwarranted intrusion on your privacy, right? Like, everybody goes home at whatever time it was. So there was this I so back then, because we didn't have all the technology that we have now, basically we had boundaries constructed for us. Um and now we don't. Um just because you can email somebody at two AM doesn't mean you should. 
Um, but we also, as, as people, whether we're employees or bosses or <laughs> whoever we are, um, we have to be the ones to set those boundaries. We have to be the ones that say, I, I will not answer emails after a certain time. And I'm not going to lie, like sometimes I'll be working on a Saturday or a Sunday, uh, catching up on emails or doing something. But if I send out an email, I don't send it when when I'm working on the weekend or if I am happen to be l- later at night doing something. You know, I schedule it so it goes out at a reasonable time. Um, and I think – and I think bosses really need to be cognizant of that because sometimes they're kind of just clearing out their stuff. But when they send an email and their subordinate gets an email at, you know, 6 a.m. on a Saturday, the subordinate is like, oh, my God. And um, I talked to somebody who said, well, her boss had told her that she didn't, that, he, you know, he was just cleaning out his email. She didn't have to worry about it. But still, it would have been better if her boss had just scheduled the email to arrive on Monday morning. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know many. So, bo- I don't know many bosses that would do that. But you know, I think there is protocol and there's culture, right? I mean, if I'm gonna, I'm getting caught yep. up. I'm shooting out the emails. It's like I'm not gonna be going. Hey, I'll schedule this for later. But I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I think it's, you know, it, it is in every company. There's like there's a there's a certain culture that goes on of what's okay and not okay. And it's just your your point. Absolutely. I love it. Is it's very different. It's applicable. It's just it depends on every company. You know, and and in our few final minutes, it's like tell our listeners jj like what what are you hoping as the kind of like overall arching benefits to people that listen to your upcoming shows like do you want people to tactically get ideas of how to be more productive are they going to be inspired because you know other people have done it and they can do it too to be more productive like what's kind of going to be the end result here as you see it for brain power up as your series yeah, so a couple of things. One is I hope that people feel empowered to actually set those boundaries so that they can get their work done. And if somebody's pushing back against it to say, look, this is the time that I have to do my focused work. I'm I'm blocking this off. You, you know, you don't have access to me during this time because I need to focus. Probably not in those words, but, <laughs> you know, essentially that. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then the the second thing, yes, yeah, so I really want people to be able to kind of take back some of the power so that they can reclaim time, so that they can leave in the evening, even if it's leaving the home office, and feel good about what they accomplished, not feel guilty that they're not just doing random more busy work, and do things that will help them be more productive the next day, like doing hobbies and uh, enjoying time with friends and family. Um, and and secondly, I do hope that people get some practical tips for okay, here's here's how you can boost productivity. You know, try this one, this one simple trick. Um, will <laughs> will help you uh, kind of you know do something or save time or whatever it is. Yeah, I love that. No, I'm I'm really excited for your show series. I can't remember when is your first show. Do you remember? Is it coming up soon or when is your first show? Yep, it is August fourth. Oh, that's coming up. Okay, so yeah, do you already have your guests lined up, or you're working on that? I'm working on that. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna leave us hanging. I like that. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn the table a little bit because I think you know with what you do, and, and you know, and I think it's always a good idea to get to know our hosts. So. If you don't mind, and I hope you, you don't even know I'm going to ask this, so this is full disclosure for our listeners. JJ has no idea I'm about to ask this question, but I'm really curious what, <laughs> you know, what you personally as a professional and as a business owner have struggled with the most in relation to productivity and what have been your kind of like, you know, brain hacks or, you know, as the chief brain hacker, what have you done 
to kind of make those work for you. Because I think, you know, what never goes away for me is the guilt that, oh, my God, should I be working more? Should I hustle harder? And, you know, that never goes away for me. And then the other part is I can make lists all day long, but if I don't have a rhythmic system for task prioritizing, I lose my stuff. Like, and it's a stronger word I'd like to use. But I just really, then I start getting... (laughs) You know, if my desk has piles of pieces of paper on it or post-it notes, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm starting to feel so unorganized because I haven't followed the system and the process. But that's me. What have been your biggest things you've struggled and and kind of overcome as the chief brain hacker, if you don't mind sharing? You can tell me no, but you had no idea I was asking that question. So please be vulnerable (laughs) to our audience is what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I think that's a good question, although I have to say – this first bit is not going to sound very vulnerable because honestly, I um, I have always been very productive. Like I have always gotten my stuff done, um, and it's partly just because I I'm a little bit contrarian, um, and uh. I and I always got done faster than everybody else, and I kind of didn't understand why until I started learning about neuroscience, and I'd be like, oh, well, that's how I normally work. That's why I get stuff done faster because I have always done this and I have resisted, you know, whatever pressure, um, you know, I'm not working in corporate America anymore. There's a reason for that. You know, I always resisted the pressure yeah, to exactly. be available at all times. Like, no, I'm not going to do it. Um, my last job, they'd offered me, they said, you know, we can either give you another phone or we'll just use your phone and have like work emails and work calls routed to it. And I was like, are you crazy? You can get me another phone because on the weekends, you know, I would just, I would just put the phone somewhere. I'm like, I don't need this. This is a weekend. This is my time, you know? Um, But one thing that I, that I do struggle with, I will say is I do struggle with overwhelm and I can get a little, if if I have a lot of stuff, um, if I have a number of things that I do need to accomplish, and again, I'm not talking about busy work. I'm talking about things I need to accomplish in order to move from one, you know, step to another. If I have too many of those, I do tend to freeze a little bit. Um, you're like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Which one do I start with first? Um, so that's and, – and I agree with you, though, that um, a lot of times just kind of having systems helps with that. So if I can manage – and I usually try to be smart about scheduling and putting things on my calendar just so I don't get to that point where I'm feeling overwhelmed or I can look at my calendar and say, okay, I have these three or four, you know, very important things to be done. Okay. Maybe there's 12 things that have to be done this week, but that doesn't mean that all 12 of them have to be done on Monday and I can kind of start and prioritize them and and do them that way. So I, uh, one of the things I also do help my clients with is just their systems. We go through, I'm a big nerd. I love process mapping. So I actually do go through, the whole process mapping experience. I love your nerdiness. Complete. I'm loving it already. Be a nerd. I like it. Yeah, so I, I love doing the process mapping. And so we look at the kind of the client revenue generating activities, map them out, and then we can see um, where things are getting stuck, where, you know, maybe there is no system and there needs to be one, or the system that's there isn't working very well. So that's definitely part of the process when I when I work with my clients is just sort of um, mapping them out. And I I used to I, I I worked in finance and I worked for a couple of different like software companies. So I'm very even if I don't know the software, I'm not familiar with the software. 
it, it, it's pretty easy to say, well, that report should be in there somewhere. <laughs> you know, yeah. Maybe you need to take a, a class on a software to find out exactly where that thing is, or maybe I can just find it because the architecture is usually fairly similar um, as to where you go well, to find things. And I, you know, I, first of all, thank you for being so authentic because I think, you know, no, nobody is, you know, a void of feeling with this productivity kind of like, circus wheel because it is you know for every business owner I mean I I always say the visualization if anybody wants to see what it's really like running a small business is that you're in front of a wall and you have all these ping pong balls just coming at you all at once like it really is like that and it's like how do you how do you like do them how do you manage them how do you prioritize them and then how do you just literally sorry I'm going to say it and it's on your show get shit done because that's what it is and sometimes you just have to give yourself grace but I cannot wait to hear your show series and I if our listeners want to reach out to you before you start your series like how do you we've got a link to your um, website which I believe is the hold on hold on hold on the one that has something on your website page that you wanted to link it to what do you how do you want to be connected to if people want to reach you um, yeah, so they can reach out there is a contact form on my website the other thing is they can find me on LinkedIn um, and I'm pretty happy to accept connection requests and things like that. So my LinkedIn is, uh, the name is Jennifer Jank, but if you search Jennifer JJ Jank, I'll come right up. Okay, great. And then what's your website address for people to go to again? Sorry, did you say that? <laughs> yep, no, no worries. It's www.jenniferjank.com, and that's spelled J-A-N-K. Great. So that's awesome. I can't wait to hear your show series. This is your huge opportunity to leave us with something amazing, wonderful, inspirational, or motivational, telling our listeners that, yes, you too could be a chief brain (laughs) hacker for productivity. No pressure at all, JJ, none at all. What do you want to leave us with? (laughs) What do I want to leave you with? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I want to leave – I think I want to leave you with the idea that – that when you when you the the idea of productivity is not to simply cram in more <clears throat> things to do in every hour. When when we're talking about productivity, what we really are talking about is recapturing joy, doing the things that maybe as a business owner you feel like you haven't had time for because you've been quote unquote busy in your business. Um, so when you're able to claw back some time from the business because you're able to get things done um, smarter then you have all of that time to enjoy the hobbies that you've always enjoyed and be with family and friends. Um, all, all, these, all these things that sound so unproductive are actually critical um, to, to be able to accomplish the things that you need to do to move the business forward. Woo! I love it. Okay. Can't wait to hear your first show in August. You will be an amazing host. All of our listeners remember J.J. Jank, the chief brain hacker of productivity injection. That's super exciting. So, J.J., thanks for being my guest and our upcoming new host to Women Lead Radio. And I want to thank our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally, because we are an international show. Um, After our show today, just as a reminder, you can listen to Women Lead Radio on any subscription podcast, specifically Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. 
We are expanding quickly to a daily radio show and podcast. So for now, we'll be back again for another live Womenly Radio Show on Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, and Saturdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. It's been my pleasure to introduce our newest host and to be your host for just today. Um, Thank all of you so much for listening. Have an amazing weekend, and go find your productivity. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.